Hello and welcome to the Latter-day Ladies, a podcast for women seeking to live a gospel-centered life in a Latter-day world. I'm your host, Jenny Moss. Hello, ladies. I hope you're doing well during this quarantine. I've been going a little bonkers, and unfortunately, when I get really, really stressed and don't do the things that I usually do, um, my back goes out. And so three weeks ago, my back went out, and I have been in so much pain, almost to the extent that I can't think about anything else. And isn't that how pain goes? It seems like all-consuming and difficult to look beyond. My normal coping mechanisms for my back are not currently available. And I normally maintain my back health with like trips to the gym every day, going to massages, and having acupuncture. But since everything's been shut down, I haven't been able to maintain my back, so it eventually went out. And I was thinking about that and how closely linked it is our physical pain, and our soul's pain. And so today I wanted to talk about an injury of the soul. When I talk about injuries of the soul, I'm talking about the pain we feel when we go through life's events. It could be a divorce, miscarriage, mental health problems, loss of trust in someone you love, seemingly compelling arguments against the gospel, and many other pains and struggles. The healing of an injury of the soul is comparable to the healing, the healing of physical pains. I went to the chiropractor to get adjusted, and I was so grateful because right afterwards, I felt amazing. I felt so good. I was like, oh my goodness, my back problems are over. This is so amazing. I got in the car, I Marco Poloed my best friend and was like, this is so cool. I'm so excited. And two hours later... I felt my back deteriorate and my pain was back. And I was so upset. (laughs) I felt very let down. And then the next day, I was even more sore and in more pain. So a couple days later, I went back and was adjusted again. And again, I felt on top of the world. I was so excited. My back was feeling so good. And then a couple hours later my pain returned (laughs) and I was very frustrated. And the next day I was very sore and hurt. I have been very frustrated with the process of healing. It has included a lot of effort on my part with heat and cold compresses, stretching constantly and going to the doctor, two doctors actually. But isn't that so similar to how we heal internal injuries? It takes time and a lot of effort on our part and healing from the doctor of our souls, the master healer and physician of our hearts. I don't know about you, but I'm a pretty independent person. I like to figure out things on my own, so coming to a person and asking for help feels like weakness to me. But I've learned over the years that there's nothing stronger than asking for help from the right person. When we come to the Lord in humility and ask for help in our trials, it can not only give us help, but will strengthen our relationship with God. Just like the process I went through when I went to the chiropractor, when we go to the Savior and ask for help, there will be ups and downs in our healing process. 
There will be times that we feel so close that our hearts feel completely mended. And then later that day, pain creeps back in. It takes Christ, patience, the power of the scriptures, prayer, and most of all, time to heal. Carol Stevens gave an incredible talk called The Master Healer, and she talks about mental health first, mental health as well as abuse. She says, as you learn to communicate openly, set appropriate boundaries, and perhaps seek professional counseling, maintaining spiritual health through the through the process is vital. Remember your divine identity. You are a daughter of heavenly parents. Trust your father's eternal plan for you. Continue daily to increase your understanding from the doctrine of Jesus Christ. Exercise faith each day and drink deeply from the Savior's well of living water. Then she says this, For sin-related issues, we must recognize the problem. When we learn how to apply the doctrine of Christ in our individual circumstances, our love for our Savior grows, and we recognize that regardless of the perceived differences, all of us are in need of the same infinite atonement. Then she says this phrase, Hope and healing are not found in a dark abyss of secrecy, but in the light and love of our Savior, Jesus Christ. A couple years ago, I had this breakthrough with prayer. I realized that I had been praying my entire life at almost a surface level, meaning I prayed and asked for the things that I thought you were supposed to pray and ask for. But a couple years ago, I started going through a really deep depression. And one day, I remember crying, crying a lot. And I started to pray, and I poured out my whole soul to God. And it was different than my other prayers had ever been. I poured out every single inch of my pain I told him exactly how I felt. I told him exactly why I was disappointed, why I was frustrated with my current situation, why I felt like it wasn't fair. I told him everything. I did not hold back. And that was a pivotal moment for me because I realized God cannot heal what we do not admit to. When we admit to our pains and our sufferings to him, that's when we can truly come together, share an equal yoke, and be able to move forward together in our pains and our sorrows. But if we pretend like everything's okay, and we don't admit to him the things that we're truly struggling with, how is he supposed to help us if we're not even being honest with ourselves? That was a really huge, huge thing for me. And maybe it's something that everybody else knew and I just didn't know, but it changed my life and changed the way I prayed. And now I feel like me and Heavenly Father are more of a team than we ever have been. And that's such a happy, happy thing. Richard G. Scott said, if you are free from serious sin yourself, don't suffer needlessly the consequences of another sin. You can feel compassion, 
yet you do not have to take upon yourself a feeling of responsibility. When you have done what is reasonable to help one you love, lay the burden at the feet of the Savior. As you act, not only will you find peace, but will demonstrate your faith in the power of the Savior to lift the burden of sin from a loved one through repentance and obedience. That quote reminds me of a lot of pains that I've seen in people that I know who are carrying pains from those that they love. They they see the people they love going through issues of betrayal, pornography, um, word of wisdom issues, same-sex attraction. And all of these things are incredibly difficult and so hard to see someone you love go through. But as he says, as you act, not only will you find peace, but will demonstrate your demonstrate your faith in the power of the Savior to lift the burden of sin from a loved one through his repentance and obedience. I love that. Also, Richard G. Scott is my favorite person. That's just a side note. But I, I felt very strongly like I needed to share this principle today because we all have injuries of the soul. Some of them are very small and easy to overcome. Some of them are huge. They're life-altering. They are things that when you tell them to other people, people say, I don't know how you do it. But regardless of the size and the magnitude of, pe- of your struggles right now, you are capable of carrying those burdens, laying them at the feet of the Lord, and asking Him to help. You are capable of that. I love you so much, and I hope you know that Heavenly Father loves you. This gospel that He asks us to live is hard, but it's also so good. It brings so much joy. We just have to look for that joy. I hope you have an amazing day and have fun social distancing. Have a great day. I'll talk to you later. Bye.